We're Rachel and Erica, and this is the Autoimmune and You podcast. Neither of us took one answer as our truth when we were diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis, and we want you to do the same. There is so much information out there, so many people telling you what or what not to do, and we know how confusing it can feel. This podcast is about breaking past your limits and fears and realizing that different things work for each of us. You are the creator of your own journey, and guess what? You can do whatever the fuck you want. Hey, welcome back to Autoimmune and You. We wanted to give you a little bit of a life update today. I know that we've had some conversations in the past few episodes that are a little bit more like in depth. I don't necessarily want to say heavy, but maybe like heavy on, you know, the information and the processing that you might have to do um, during and after listening to the episode, because hopefully there are things that you really are wanting to integrate into your own journey, your own life. But today we want to talk about kind of how our own journeys have shifted. And we were reflecting how we recently had an episode that was called Changing Directions. And we talked in that episode a lot about how our lives have shifted and our journeys have shifted. And honestly, it's you know a never-ending cycle of change. That is the one constant in this life, in this human experience is change. And I think that Erica and I both are really good at embracing that and going with the flow and knowing that there's going to be ebbs and flows. And in each of our lives, in each of our journeys, there's been kind of a lot of changes, even in the last like month or so in not only the way that we feel about ourselves and about our journey and about our you know journey together, but also just, I mean, my personal life, definitely a lot of changes and differences in um, the way that I'm feeling and the way that I'm just approaching life in general. So I guess we'll start by kind of sharing a little bit about what has been going on in our own lives. And then, well, you know us, that's going to go off into a million different avenues and conversations and topics. And hopefully you'll be able to get a lot from this conversation. For me, I think the biggest thing that I want to instill in anyone, whether it's through this podcast or sharing on social media or just working with me one-on-one is there is no one size fits all, like we always say, but not only just on your autoimmune journey, but like in your life and you don't have to be stuck and you're allowed to stop something if you stop enjoying it and you're allowed to course correct and you're allowed to um, make changes when it feels like that's aligned and you might not even know why. And that's something that I've lived by like through and through for the past four years or so. And it has seriously just strengthened my relationship with myself, my relationship with others and my love for life, honestly. Yeah. And I believe, you know, that's what being authentic is, is like, stepping into that new reality and embracing it instead of, you know, trying to cover it up or like make Mm -hmm. yourself feel like you, you know, you shouldn't be feeling this or you shouldn't be thinking this or you shouldn't be doing that. And I think a lot of us kind of keep ourselves there. We keep ourselves stuck because we're scared to move in a different direction Mm -hmm. uh, because it's weird. I think, you know, what people don't understand about us specifically on social media is like, we're not just coaches, right? We're not just a business. We're actual people. Yeah. Going through <laughs> I think our people own- forget that too way too often. <laughs> yeah. Going through our own evolution. And I recently, you know, changed my name on Instagram from healing arthritis holistically to Erica Bustos. And I was thinking about it, you know, when I started my Instagram account, my name was turning pain into purpose. And that felt very accurate of what I was doing Mm -hmm. because at that time in my life, I was dealing with like 
a lot of mental and emotional pain. It wasn't just physical. And now that I can look back, mm. I was like, oh, the physical was the representation <laughs> of my mental and emotional pain. So I stayed with that for a long time. And as I got more into the mindset work, I wanted to kind of like shift it into a more positive you know, name, which was healing arthritis holistically, because that's what I was doing, you know, focusing on the mind, focusing on the body, you know, all these different things, lifestyle factors. And then finally, you know, over the last couple of years, really, as I, as I mentioned, started learning about the nervous system and connecting dots on my own. Finally, I came to this place where I was like, I am fully, I can say that like, I am living by authentic self and authentic self, meaning like, I'm not in my survival parts anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm not in the depression. I'm not in the anxiety. I'm not in the self-criticism. I'm not in the self-loathing. I'm not in the perfectionism. I'm not in the overachieving. Like, I'm not in that anymore. And when you get to experience yourself outside of all of those survival parts, like that's you living your true authentic self. Like my mind and my body feel really good. Like I feel safe. I feel relaxed. I feel content. I feel inspired. I feel creative. Like that is my authentic self. So the name change was something I had been thinking about for a while, but it wasn't like I was not making that change because I was scared to let that go. I just didn't understand why I was letting go of that name and why I was letting that go of that name was because I didn't feel like I was focusing on healing arthritis anymore. Like I'm just Erica Bustos and yes, I experienced symptoms, right? If I, you know, make bad food choices consistently or I stay up too late or, you know, I'm dealing with stressors and stuff like that. Like, yeah, my body's going to let me know. And that's okay. That's normal. The The goal is never to be completely symptom free because your symptoms are absolutely necessary to let you know that you need to pay attention to some things yes. in your life. Mm -hmm. So that was, you know, a big thing for me. And then along with that, I was like thinking about my business, right? Because if I'm evolving, my business is going to evolve and the stuff I share on social media is going to evolve if I'm being authentic to where I'm at, right? So I did, I was like looking into, you know, what is it that I do as a health coach? <laughs> because we've talked a lot on here about, you know, paying attention to your beliefs, your thoughts, your emotions, your habits, your behaviors, and changing those if you want to step into a healthier state of being. And essentially, the work that I've been doing over the last three years has been the work of a mind-body coach. So I was like, you know what? I am learning deeply about this like nervous system stuff. I've experienced it myself. I've essentially been helping my clients with that. And so this feels like, this feels right. It feels like, yeah, that's what I'm doing. So it's been interesting because I was telling Rachel before we got on here, before I even like publicly said, okay, this is what I'm doing, you know, mind body stuff. 
I had gotten a couple of family members and even a, a close friend um, to reach out to me and they don't have autoimmune diseases. Mm-hmm. And since I became a health coach, my goal was to help people specifically with autoimmune diseases because that's what I was passionate about and that's what I knew, right? But as I've evolved through my coaching, through you know witnessing these parts of my clients that were all very similar, right? I realized like how powerful that mind-body connection is and the nervous system. And as I started sharing more of this stuff on social media, I've been getting a lot of engagement from people that don't have autoimmune diseases asking me like, do you coach clients, you know, without autoimmune diseases? I don't have an autoimmune disease, but I deal with chronic symptoms. And, Mm. you know, I've been to several doctors. I have had multiple testing and like no one can help me. And so these people are kind of, you know, in this state of desperation. And I realize like I'm limiting myself and I'm limiting the capacity to reach people that don't necessarily have an autoimmune diagnosis. So that, you know, shifting to mind body coach really enables me to work with anyone because at the Mm -hmm. end of the day, it doesn't matter what the label of the disease is, right? Like whether it's psoriasis, whether it's arthritis, whether it's lupus, the symptoms are symptoms, right? And they're just a group of symptoms that we are experiencing and then we attach a label to it. And we Mm -hmm. talk a lot about that. And we talked about that last episode too, how like a lot of times we just attach to a diagnosis. And at the end of the day, the diagnosis helps, you know, with Western medicine, with like diagnostic stuff. And like, you know, there's certain things that yes, Western medicine has its place. But overall, when we attach so much to the diagnosis, it leads to a detriment to our own health and our own wellness in general, a lot of times because we're not actually giving as much value to the things that don't quote unquote say like the diagnosis name or autoimmune in front of it. And so we just assume it can't help us when a huge part of what both of us do, and especially mean within my autoimmune community is saying, Hey, this, you know, modality or this practitioner doesn't specifically work with people with autoimmune diseases, but it could help you more than some of the stuff that you might be doing now. And I think that's a really, really important point for people to hear. Yeah. And it's not about the symptoms again it's what's underneath the symptoms what is the connection like in the book the body keeps score he's always like look literally your body is always going to show what's actually going on underneath all of that oh yeah absolutely and for me understanding more about the nervous system if you strip all of these things back like anxiety depression you know depersonalization disassociation all these things if you strip it back there's core needs that are not being met with it for that person. And they've been in a survival state for a very long time. So my, my whole like perspective of chronic illness has definitely shifted, but it's also still very the same. So it's not like, wow, I've come to this new radical understanding. It's like, no, I'm actually just like completely understanding it as a whole now. And we, Rachel and I always talk about this, like you can only know what you know, like you don't know until you get there. And yeah. like no one handed me a book seven years ago to talk about nervous system stuff. Like no one did, you know, it's like yeah. even, even talking about diet seven years ago was very, mm-hmm. you know, radical at that point. So many people in the community were not even willing to hear that food was affecting them. And now let's talk about nervous system stuff. People are like, wait, what? You know, it's like a whole other thing that people are um, kind of uncovering for themselves. 
And I just feel like really, really excited right now to spread this message to the autoimmune chronic illness community, whatever you want to call it, because it is such a missing link for so many people that have done the diet stuff, who have done the mindset work, have, you know, they've done these things and yet they're still not experiencing that the healing that they want. And ultimately that's, I just, there's nothing that makes me more excited than watching people transform their health. It's like the best exciting thing in the world to be able to witness that and to like be a part of that process for someone. And because like my creativity and the juices have been flowing and like, I'm just like in this creative flow space, like within myself, I can definitely tell that the shifts within my clients have are becoming even more profound yeah. and even more aha. And it's like, it just, it's letting me know that the work that I'm going to continue to share on social media with my clients is, is what I should be doing because that's essentially what I've been doing. I'm just actually like more stepping into my power and going, okay, Erica, like you didn't, you know, get a degree in this, but you have, remember Amanda said on the episode of, um, that we did with her, she's like, I went to the school of hard knocks and that's yeah. absolutely true. Like yeah. my personal experience over the last seven years to me is more valuable than a scientific research paper, mm-hmm. because I am living, breathing proof of the possibility of what can happen considering how, messed up my whole life is and how much trauma that I've, I've experienced physically, literally car accident, mentally, emotionally. It's like, if any, if, if I can do it, absolutely anyone can do this for themselves. Yeah. There's so much that I want to say. I first want to like go backwards. Cause I love that you were talking about how currently you're in like this flow state and that you're not feeling like you're in kind of the trenches that you were in for a second Mm -hmm. there. And I think that, and I know you kind of touched on this, but I also want to elaborate a little bit more that even when you're not in the trenches anymore, right? You feel like you've finally gotten to the other side. Let's say like, for instance, I experienced like a week-long depression back in February. And then I came to the other side and it did take me a while to kind of integrate back into life. I did it slowly into like being social again and, you know, sharing on social media again and things like that. It took time. But then I came to the other side with just such a profound, like I came out of it almost feeling like it was a spiritual awakening. And not almost it was. And it was, it's really hard when you're in it, right? You can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. You feel like you're going to be there for literally forever. And it's really, really hard to see that there is something different out there and that it will change. And so some, a part of that is kind of like finding that like comfort in the discomfort. Right. And like knowing that if that happened to you again, um, anyone listening, like, let's say you were in something like that, you came out of it, you're feeling great. And then all of a sudden something knocks you back down on your ass. I want you to remember that that doesn't necessarily mean that you like did something wrong or that things aren't going to, you know, happen for you. It just means that the universe was like, Hey, maybe that's not meant for you right now. Or maybe there's another lesson we need to learn first, or maybe it's supposed to happen this way instead of that way. And so rather than losing hope, we can look at it as, okay, well, maybe that wasn't the best way, even though my brain was so dead set on like, this is the way life is supposed to go. And so Um, I forget who it was, but I recently, um, probably like a month ago on social media, I think it was TikTok, saw this guy talking about how he calls any day that just doesn't go his way a miracle day. 
And I loved that like flip of the script. Basically, he was saying is that he's like, yeah, I know it sounds like totally insane to call a day where you're just like, nothing's going my way, a miracle day. But he's like, cure me out. When things don't go right in that day, it's because I believe the universe is actually co-creating with me to create room for something even better the next day, the next week, you know, the next month in his life. And I really, really love that because the contrasts are one of the only constants in this life besides obviously change, right? There's impermanence, there's change, there's contrast. And we have to experience the lower vibrational feelings and those feelings when we're not really sure where to go in order to know just how good the good is. And um, that's been like a really, really big theme um, in my life, especially recently. But um, I, I also love when you were talking about the shift in, you know, your name and your business and all of that in just allowing it. Right. I, the biggest thing that I'm hearing from you is the curiosity about it. Right. The, what is it that I actually do? What is it that I could actually help people with? Like what, where is this part of my journey taking me personally on my own journey, as well as how can I use that to help others? And that's a really, really beautiful thing that I think more people need to have for their life, whether or not, you know, you're a health coach or not is curiosity is awe is wonder for what could be or how things are transpiring that you might not have seen them going that way, but they are. And you can embrace that and like love it. So every time throughout this whole health journey, every time I've made a shift in my life, it always works out for the better. It's never Mm -hmm. been like, oh, I made this and oh, I fucked up and like, this is stupid and it's not working out. It's always exactly what it needs to be. It's like, mm-hmm. I never regret it. If anything, like I'm always shocked at the response from yeah. that. Right. Like I was actually like, Oh my gosh, like people were very responsive to my name change. They're like, Oh my gosh, like that that's like, I love that perspective that you've had for yourself. And like, I hope to be in a place one day where I feel like I am truly that authentic self that is, you know, not being consumed by the symptoms anymore. And it's actually given a couple of people in the community permission to change their Instagram handle because they felt like it didn't even align with where they were at anymore. And they didn't want to attract those type of people, right? Like that, that your name is going to attract the audience that you get. Right. Mm-hmm. So I felt like if I stayed healing arthritis holistically, I may not be reaching other people that mm-hmm. don't understand arthritis or don't have an autoimmune disease. And then the other aspect of it, you know, is before I even changed my name or before I even, you know, said I was a mind body coach because I was sharing in a specific way. I was already like attracting these people that, like I said, didn't have chronic illnesses. So it's like all of this was happening. And, you know, I started taking a nervous system course a couple of months ago, and then I started working on my own self-discovery course, which I plan to be out by July and it is going to be for anyone with chronic symptoms. It doesn't matter what you have, what it looks like, how long you've had it. If you're newly diagnosed, live with it forever. Um, But it's going to be basically an accumulation of all of the stuff we've talked about on the podcast, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, mindset stuff, mindfulness, like how to incorporate all of this to support you on your healing journey. And it's not going to be like a linear course where it's like, do this one step, do this. Like I said, like, I'm not about that. Like none of this is linear, right? Mm -hmm. Like none of this, like I was learning about nervous system stuff while I was learning about mindset stuff, like learning about diet as I'm learning about movement. It's like, 
it was never like a process, like easy yeah. process, right? And so I just want to be able to package that for people to just have that knowledge, to have that education on what can I do? Like, how can I invest in my wellness instead of, you know, continuing to perpetuate illness in my body? Um, so I think all of it together has been, it's just been like a whirlwind. Like I literally, every time I tell you, I'm just like, I feel like I can't stop it. And I shared in my stories earlier today, I was like, this is the first time in my life since I was a child that I've been this creative. Mm. Like I haven't experienced this creativity like this since I was a kid. I used to draw all the time. I used to write like Obviously, you know, that's always been a part of me, the writing, but like putting together this course has been like really creative for me. It's been really fun. And I'm not thinking about like the end goal. I'm just like legitimately having fun with making it. And I hope whoever takes this is going to have fun themselves. And like that was the whole intention of this course is to kind of take, you know, this childlike carefree approach to healing instead of doing what I did which was trying to perfect it and trying to, you know, do it in a certain way. And with all the wisdom that I've gained throughout the seven years, I realized like you really have to just tap into that curiosity. You really just have to listen. You really just have to approach it with self-kindness and compassion and all of the things that we've talked about. So yeah, that's just where I'm at. Like it just feels really fun and everything is kind of aligning with that and people are reaching out to me and I'm getting that confirmation that this is missing information in this community that people are hearing and they're like, holy shit, that is me. This is me. This is what I've been dealing with. This is the missing link that I have not been paying attention to. So yeah. Hmm. I love that you, um, first of all, are able to spark that curiosity and that creativity. And I know like you, inner child work is so, so important. And this is such a fun way to tap into that. Like some of that like inner work, quote unquote, shadow work doesn't have to look like, you know, sitting down and meditating every day and stuff like that. This is part of that. And it's really cool when we get to integrate parts of um, healing on our own journey into our work and into what we're yep. sharing into the world. It's so freaking exciting. Um And to kind of bounce off of that, I recently, literally yesterday was my first day back on social media in almost three weeks and intentionally took a break. I had been feeling for a long time like I was needing to take a break from social media because I just wasn't necessarily feeling quite as connected to social media in general. Like I was so, I was feeling kind of stagnant. I wasn't necessarily quite as connected to the things that I was sharing. And it wasn't that it was inauthentic. It just kind of felt like my soul had been through so much in the weeks prior that I felt like it was breaking open. And I felt like I wasn't accurately kind of like sharing and portraying that. And again, not from a place of inauthentic, inauthenticity, but from a place of, I don't really know how to articulate what I'm genuinely feeling under the surface. And I need time to integrate what I've been going through mentally and spiritually um, in the month prior. And so anyway, I had been feeling like I needed to do that for a, a while. And then this catalyst happened, which I don't need to talk about here, but basically a catalyst happened um, that really pushed me and said, okay, yeah, no, it's time. It's time to break free of social media for a while. And so I 
put up a post and just was like, all right, like this is what's happening. And I was like, you guys, I'm fine. Like I'm not going through like a mental breakdown or anything. I just need this time away. And like, I'm honoring that. And funny thing is, so my um, autoimmune goddess collective, the support group that I run partially is, um, was held over on Facebook on a Facebook group. And I was still committed. You know, I was still running my business and doing everything. I literally was doing everything I do on a daily basis behind the scenes, just not sharing it on social media and not creating new content. And so anyway, I had to log on to Facebook here um, to run my group. But the one thing I would allow myself to do every couple of days is like look at my Facebook memories of like what I had posted the years prior. Um, because to me, that felt really healing. And it always feels really good to look back at where I was. I actually love that social media does that and like shows us where we were a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, because it's really good for reflection. Anyway, I saw a post on one of the days that I was off social media. Um, I think it was like basically right in the middle of my time. And it was from two years ago and I had taken a social media hiatus. And I was like, how funny is that? Apparently right around this time, you know, it seems like, I don't know, maybe every couple of years, it feels like I need to like go away and kind of like rediscover myself a little bit deeper. I think at that point, like two years ago, I think I only went off for, I don't know, maybe like five days or something like that. But that was at a time that I was posting multiple times a day, every single day. Like I was like really, really on it. And so I really needed that break. And for me at the time, five days was enough. But this time, yeah, almost three weeks. And I still was like, I mean, I could have stayed off, honestly. But I was just feeling all of a sudden called to just open it up. And I was like, all right, great. And I love the air because the first thing that popped up on my feed, it just made me smile. And I was like, okay, I'm meant to be back. Like, she's back. Um, And so, yeah, I just uh, am back on now and feeling just very excited and renewed. And there, again, like I said, been so many things that have happened behind the scenes, so much like introspection and just really, really profound for me, spiritual experiences of soul downloads and of channeling energies and all this stuff. And even in like The way that I've worked with my one-on-one clients, I have been sitting here like on calls going, oh my God, like, did that just come out of my mouth? Like, I wish I wrote that down. Like that was good. And you know, I get those, I get those like experiences all the time with clients, but this was like the whole session. I was like, what just happened? Like, holy shit. (laughs) I felt like To me, it felt like back at the beginning of my journey when I would listen to like a podcast episode of like a coach or something like that. And every single word I was like hanging on everything they said. And I'm just like, oh my God, I need this for my soul, for my mind, for my body right now. Like I need to like soak in all of this. I felt like that was me on the other side. And I was like, whoa, this is wild. And it's so freaking cool. And it's so exciting. And honestly, I'm proud, right? Like I can't say that months ago, years ago, I would have actually genuinely taken that time because there's a very real fear that I had to get through of, oh, I'm going to be irrelevant. Oh, people are going to forget about me. Oh, like people aren't going to connect with my content anymore when I come back because it's probably going to be different. And it's like, okay. And literally that's what I told myself. And so what? Maybe those people that forget about you or don't connect with your content anymore aren't meant to be there anymore. And again, that's okay. The change and the contrast are really, really important and beautiful. And where I am feeling energetically aligned right now is honestly in sharing so much deeper about For me, it's more so like the spiritual side of things, right? These things that I've kept so sacred to my own being that I didn't feel like I needed to share and I haven't shared really. 
And now I'm feeling really inspired and called to share on those topics on things like, you, you know, really, um, diving even deeper into shadow work and inner child work and talking, like literally talking to your inner child and talking to your spirit guides and channeling energies and things like that. And it's like something that has just so profoundly helped me and will probably always help me. And it's something that I've started to dive deeper with clients on. And it's really, really cool to see the changes that they're able to make on their own journey and in their own lives and stepping through fears and building confidence and connecting with themselves deeper than ever that I don't know that I, you know, would have been able to help them with those things a year ago. I don't think that they would have had as like deep, profound experiences And it's fun because there's a few clients that I have that have worked with me for years and they keep working with me. And literally just last week, they were like, this is really cool because I get to evolve with you. Like as you evolve as a coach, I have more to work on because you have more to pour into me. And it's like, yes. And that's the way it's supposed to be right. As a collective, as a human collective, we are all meant to pour into each other, right? We are like a tribe species. We're not supposed to do this alone. We're not supposed to try to just like figure it out. And we probably never will have it all figured out. This is the beautiful part of the journey is getting to use other people for positive for ourselves and for them and also evolving into a better and better version of ourselves. And I totally relate to what you were saying, Erica, about the childlike approach of I think that more than anything is where I'm approaching things and like these big shifts in my business right now, such as like shifting everything um, in my community into a all in one platform rather than having things in different like areas um, like I currently have. And so that is all happening. And I'm no longer, I no longer have like a nervousness or like fear around it because before I would have been like, oh, I'm investing all this like money in making this shift. And I don't know what if it doesn't work? Like I'm going to be losing out on money. And like, what if my clients don't like it? And now I'm like, no, this feels good. So I'm going to fucking do it. And I didn't have that years ago. And that's why you know, my business has evolved the way that it has is because every time that something isn't necessarily like working or doesn't feel aligned anymore, I'm not afraid to pull the plug and be like, all right, what's next? How can we shift this? So in regards to the social media detox, there's a few things that I specifically learned and was like really excited to realize because we talk all the time about self-awareness and that that's the, one of the biggest parts of this human life and, you know, chronic illness journey. Um, But there was a couple of things that I reflected on. Number one, the first few days, it was so hard for me because I constantly was thinking like, oh, this is a tip that would help someone, or this is something I want to share, or this is something that I, you know, was thinking about and wanted to know more about. And so I think people would find it interesting or it would help them on their own journey. And I realized how natural it is to me to just share and to storytell. And obviously that's something that we already knew because we our storytellers on this podcast. That's why you guys love listening to the podcast. Um, and, and like Erica said, I've always written like my entire life. I've always like loved writing and sharing and storytelling, but, and it was really hard to not be able to do that outwardly. Right. And so I found that I was kind of like doing it more within my personal relationships in my life. Right. I was connecting more like via, I don't, I'm not really a texter, but I was texting people more because I like wanted to have that connection with close people in my life. I was talking on the phone more, which I already love a random FaceTime. It's like fun fact about me. I love FaceTiming people and I love when they randomly FaceTime me. And so I was having more of those connections. But one of the things that I felt the um, most confirmation, I guess you could say about 
was, you know, we all get caught up in social media. We all get caught up in like societal norms and da da da, and like, you know, trying to stay like in, I guess, I don't know how, like, you know, you, you try to stay up with the like trends and whatever you want to say relevant, I guess you could say. And part of me was like, this is going to be an interesting time of reflection because I'm wondering no matter how authentic I try to be, is there parts of my like daily routine or weekly routine that I'm doing simply to post that I'm doing them, you know, because we all have followed people out there, influencers and whatever that post about something and you feel like, yeah, do they actually use that daily though? Or are they just posting about it this one time? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I was like, this is going to be interesting because I'm going to get to do that introspection on myself and like really make sure that that place of authenticity that I feel like I'm in, that I like genuinely am. And I am really honestly proud to say that nothing changed behind the scenes. I am doing all the same things. I am, you know, speaking the same way. I'm seeking out the same types of relationships and energies around me. And it just feels really aligned and exciting to know, okay, no, there was not one thing that I could pinpoint that I was doing just to say I was doing it. And that reminds me, like, good job, girl. Like you are being just as authentic as you try to be. And, um, I don't know, there's, I think that, that there's so, so, so much more I could say about this social media detox, but it was really, really necessary. And if you've never done it, I highly recommend. And I came out of it with this huge, just renewal and excitement and a different way of looking at social media of this is not my business, right? My business is my coaching. My business is the community that I run. Social media is a tool. Social media is fun. Social media is a connection tool, but it is not my business. And that helped me so much more to like delineate how much time I'm spending, how much energy I'm putting into things and um, knowing where I want to go from here. Yeah. There's like, I was like, try to keep up with notes on my iPad. I'm like, let me remember all of this stuff that she said. Um, Well, first of all, I just want to say, like, isn't this weird that we live in a time where we have to, quote unquote, social media detox? Mm -hmm. Like, does that make any fucking sense? Like, Mm -hmm. I have a really close friend that doesn't use social media at all, and she never has. Mm -hmm. And she lives the best life fucking possible. Like, she cooks so well. She, like, hikes all the time by herself. She never shows to anyone absolutely anything that she's doing. And she's perfectly fine with that. And I've said this, you know, multiple times, even to just Rachel by myself. But if I didn't have a business... I would not have social media. Mm -hmm. Absolutely not. My husband doesn't have a social media. I only have Instagram. I don't have TikTok. I don't have Facebook. I don't have any of those things because Instagram itself is just already, you know, enough. Right. But I'm just saying, like, I think it's kind of weird that we live in this world where we have to, like, give ourselves permission to step away from something that's not really real. Like it's real, but it's not really real. Mm -hmm. Right. It's a, it's a moment in time. And like, we can only do our best to capture that, right. That essence of it. Like for instance, like this morning, you know, like I was really tapping into gratitude and I was like, well, let me film this. So people understand what that looks like. Me just waking up out of bed, legitimately not brush my teeth, not anything, And like in real time, what does that look like? But in essence, it's not in real time because you have to post it. You have to have a caption and then it, you know, loses its essence. But 
you can only do your best to capture that. So it is authentic. It is real. But I think we all get a little bit, you know, detached from, you know, the reality of reality and not just like social media reality. So, yeah, I just wanted to say that because I think it's weird that we have to feel like we have to do that anyways. Um, You know, I've taken I mean, I've been on social media for seven years, so I would probably say once a year, I definitely go off for like at least a week because I'm just like not feeling inspired. And before you even remember last year when I was like, I I wanted to start a YouTube channel, right? Because I like, I wanted to do something creative. That's why I started that channel. And I haven't done it since because I got re-inspired on how I want to share on Instagram because I was mm-hmm. like, Erica, you want to do something creative, but I think there's another way without having to step onto a whole new platform and do all that in a specific way. Now I'm like, if I go on a trip and I want to film it and I want to make a video, I'll put it on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Uh, But anyways, I think it's always interesting, as we've mentioned millions of times, like how opposite we are. Like every time one of us is doing really good, one of us is not feeling (laughs) really well. Like you are stepping away and I've like been heavily leaning into this because I'm feeling really inspired and really creative. And I've had all those difficult times and I still have very difficult times. Like people don't know my life. You guys Mm -hmm. think maybe you have an understanding of me, but like you don't, you don't Mm -hmm. know the behind the scenes of, you know, what I have to deal with my family, my mom and my dad. Like I haven't talked to my mom in the last couple of weeks. And that's huge to like mm-hmm. create such a big boundary with your parent. And like, you know, we can go to this another episode, but the reality is just because someone is showing up great on social media and I am, this is all really real. There's also other parts of me that I deal with that you guys don't get to see. Yeah, And like, we're never going to be able to capture the reality of our real lives. Never. I don't care what the hell someone says. I'm so real. I post everything. No, you fucking know. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not. It's literally impossible. (laughs) I'm not posting these raw conversations with my mom, right? These, these boundaries that I have to put in place. It's like, nobody is going to be one way or the other. It's always, you know, there, it's impossible. So just know, like, it's okay to be both at sometimes, you know, you don't have to just be, I'm very depressed or like, I'm very happy. Like, even when things are really difficult, there's still going to be good things in your life. And even when things are really good, there's still going to be difficult things that are happening in your life. And it's a matter of where you place that attention and where you place that energy in. And sometimes you're placing that intent, the attention on things that are going bad because it feels really heavy and it feels really overwhelming. And sometimes you're like, no, I'm like feeling really inspired and creative and I want to put myself out there. Like, that's just how it is. Mm -hmm. It's all a choice of exactly what you said, where you're putting your energy. I like to give the example of when you're looking for parking in a busy place, such as LA, always the worst. Um, And you're just looking and looking. And let's say you find a really good spot one day, right? And you're like, ah, yes, like I found a really good spot. So 
from that point forward, you have a choice. Are you going to search for parking the next day or the next day or the next day and say, oh, I never find a good spot? Or are you going to be like, oh my God, remember when I found that really good spot? I always find good spots. Chances are where your attention is going, you're going to find a better spot than if you were to sit there and say, I never find good spots. I literally can never because the universe is listening, right? And also, I know it sounds crazy if you're like just starting to kind of get into the mindset of like manifesting things into your life and all of that stuff, but there's science behind these things, right? You can look up countless amount of, you know, scientists and um, neurologists and stuff like that, that are showing you like the way that our brains work, the way that the universe works, the way that our, um, the mind body connection works is so synergistic. Like it all goes together and that energy is constantly flowing. Like I like to, when I start to get really, really bogged down, I like to simply think about the fact that everything is energy, right? I am literally just one big blob of energy with like little blobs of energy inside of me, right? My organs and stuff, or like the trees that I'm looking at outside my window right now, that is just a huge entity of energy. The wind flowing through the trees, that is energy. Everything is just energy. And so when you're constantly focusing on those things that are quote unquote going wrong, rather than saying, oh, this is a miracle day. Like I mentioned before, you are kind of like keeping that energy contained to yourself and you're not letting it all flow together. And when it all flows together is when things start happening and those synchronicities start happening when you go, oh, wait a second, that happened. Oh, and you might, it might feel like a coincidence. It might be like, oh, that's weird. I was just thinking about that. And this thing just popped up right in front of me. It's not a coincidence, honey. That is the universe going, oh, now you get it. Here you go. Here is whatever it was on a silver platter. And is it going to happen like that every single time? No, probably not. Because like we talked about at the beginning of this episode, there's things in our life that are meant to not quote unquote, go the way that we think, because there's always reasons for things happening, whether or not we can see the why behind it, it's always going to turn out in your favor. Absolutely. And I'm thinking about, you know, shifting the way that I share information on social media and like the information that I am sharing, you know, there is that, that feeling of like, oh my God, I'm going to lose people, right? People are going to stop following me. But to me, the excitement and the creativity and the the overwhelming sensation that I'm on the right path definitely outweighed that. And yes, I've I I don't know if I've lost people. I don't keep track of that, but I've definitely been gaining people outside of the autoimmune community. Like mm-hmm. every day I keep, you know, getting different coaches that are, you know, related to nervous system stuff or mind body stuff and somatic work and all that kind of stuff. And it feels like really good because I'm like, okay, like I am evolving and I, my account is going to evolve and my business is going to evolve and I'm going to lose people, but Mm. I'm also going to gain the right people that need this information that are willing to hear it because there's a lot of people in the, you know, autoimmune chronic illness community that may have not connected that dot for themselves or, you know, they think it's another woo-woo thing or they're just like, I I don't want to hear it, right? But it's like, in order to be authentic to myself, I just have to put it out there. Like, I just have to do it. I have to sit with the uncomfortability of what are people going to think? Like, because think about it. Like, I've shared pretty, I feel like I've always been deep on social media. If you really read my stuff, it's very deep. And even the posts, you know, that I post are pretty deep. 
but it's, you know, it still has been more of the, the surface stuff of like Mm -hmm. mindset and lifestyle shifts and stuff like that. And it, those are all good. I don't think anything's bad with that. I'm just saying, stepping into this new way of sharing and sharing, you know, this type of information is going to make people think like, what the heck is she talking about? Why is she talking about this? But then there's a large portion of the people that go, oh my God, you know, you're speaking to me or I've always appreciated your account. I, I love watching you grow through your own self and through this account because I have people that have been following me for like seven years, right? Like mm-hmm. they've seen the whole evolution. They've seen me, you know, heavily focused on diet. And then now I hear here I am talking about nervous system stuff, but it's just good to like give yourself that permission and like lean into it with like full excitement. Like I'm excited. Like I don't care if I get any, you know, feedback from anything. I'm just like, I know that this is exactly aligned with the information that I want to share. And if I don't share on this, I'm going to be unhappy, which was me last year. Like, that's why I was, if I really think back on why I was so disconnected from social media, it was because I felt like I was, what do you, what's that phrase? Like nailing a cot, like when you like overly done something. I felt like that was what I was doing. So I felt like I was just like uninspired. I'm like, like I agree with what I'm saying, but it wasn't this other layer that I was trying to get through to this whole time. And now I'm like, it's inspiring because it's a new way to share. It's new information for people. And that's what I love. That's I like growing. I like evolving. I don't like feeling like I'm stuck in some stagnant, you know, way of thinking like, Mm-hmm. I'm challenging myself. I'm educating myself. I'm doing things differently. And I think so far it's been nothing but positive. I feel completely the same. Um, I love that you kind of put words to the way that I was feeling about the way that I was sharing on social media before mm-hmm. the social media detox. Cause it was that right. It was not any less authentic. It just felt stuck in who I was and not who I'm becoming currently. Mm-hmm. And not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just that I wasn't able to fully articulate and I had to give myself that step away to say, that's okay. You don't have to articulate because this thing, I, again, it's silly that I had to do that, but I separated myself from it, right? So that that pressure wasn't there to keep sharing in the same way. And now I completely align with you. We always say same, same, but different because we're in like, she was, Erica was in a very like creative space with Instagram and social media while I was in a very like detox mode of not um, being on any social media, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. Um, But yet now as I'm coming back, I am also stepping into this brand new way of sharing. And I don't, I haven't posted on my feed yet because I just came back on yesterday on my stories, but I am feeling so called to share in a different way. And I don't know what that looks like. I don't know what it's exactly going to be like, but I know that there's certain topics that I am feeling very called to share about because I'm fucking sick of them being taboo and I'm sick of people not knowing. Right. And we always say, Mm -hmm. you don't know until you know. And there's a lot of ways to approach this whole, like people might not come with us. Right. A, I'm going to be completely straight up with you right now. Something that I feel really, really called to share more about is my journey with psychedelics. I feel very strongly about it. I feel very strongly about the healing properties. Do I think everyone needs to do it? No, of course not. But I want to be able to share my journey because 
years and years ago, I used to, in most of my life, I used to be in this mindset of scared of them, right? I was terrified. I thought they would ruin your brain, like all this stuff, right? The things that were brought up to believe. And then once I started slowly tapping in, I realized, oh my God, like this is so freaking healing. And is this something that I'm doing constantly? No, heck no. But it's something that has had a profound effect on my journey. But it's something that I've kept so sacred to myself because I've never felt the need to share about it. I didn't feel called to share about it. And now it's like, Hey, this is this huge part and I'm sick of it being taboo. And if anyone is following along and starts seeing me share about this stuff and they're like, Oh, that's weird. And that's scary. And I don't want to hear about that. Then they can unfollow me. And that's okay. That just means that I was only meant for whatever part of their journey. I had to personally come to a place where I'm okay with that, with people dropping off. Now I'm at a place where I look at it just like anyone else in our lives, right? We have friends that come and go and sometimes family members even that come and go. Like most of my family, I'm not insanely close with, to be honest. Like I was having this realization um, last week, actually. I have a close friend who he is really, really close to his three siblings, his mom, his dad, like soul connection. And I was reflecting that I've personally never had that with my family. Like I love my family. You know, I have a good relationship, but I've never felt that close to them, any of them. And it's not a bad thing. It just means to me that in this version of my life right now, I'm supposed to be finding those friends that are that family, that soul connection. And I have been, and I felt so, so deeply. And it's been very clear to me, especially in the past couple of months of who exactly is aligned and wants to grow and change and evolve and be there for each other, even when things are hard and we're in, in, in the trenches and who is only here for, you know, going to shows or who is only here when they need someone to vent to, or who is only here when they need love. And I'm willing to always give love to people. Right. And we talked about that with Amanda, um, how you were talking about like when you are sharing from a place of the quote unquote old you, you're doing yourself a disservice, right? Because you're not allowing yourself mm-hmm. to evolve. And so that's on that episode with Amanda. But I, um, I think it's really cool, right? We get to evolve and we empower ourselves to evolve. And in doing that, we empower other people to evolve, evolve and to embody healing in whatever that looks like for them. And that looks like something totally different for everyone. And no one's journey is supposed to look like mine. No one's journey is supposed to look like Erica's. It's supposed to look like yours. And you're supposed to kind of like walk along the path and pick the flowers of information and experiences along the way that are sacred to you. And then maybe down the line, you inspire someone else in your life. And then it's like a ripple effect of maybe you simply inspire someone to look at life a little bit differently. Maybe you simply inspire someone to smile more. Maybe you simply inspire someone to be nicer to people, right? These are all like tiny little things that cause this beautiful ripple effect of this positive high vibrational energy. And this is something I feel more strongly about than literally ever before after coming out of this. And I can't equate it just to the social media detox. There's been a lot of stuff behind the scenes that has happened, um, that has helped to help me to get to this point. But it's really cool because I, I kind of like giggled to myself when you were saying that, like when you share on social media, it's like really deep, but sometimes you don't feel like it's quite as deep as it could be. And I feel very much the same, but I just think of like ourselves, like seven, eight years ago, we would read the stuff that we're reading now and be like, Whoa, like, Holy shit. Like that is deep. Like, Whoa. Like, you know, um, Mm -hmm what is it called? Like mind blown. I'm like, mind going blown. like this. Like, <laughs> um, but I think it's cool because to us, 
we're constantly evolving so much that we're like, I mean, yeah, it's deep, but that's not like the deepest I could go. That's not like what you might find in my journal. But at the same time, people reading it might be like, um, what? Like you guys literally share so deeply, like from the soul, which is what, you know, we want, but, um, I think it's just so, so cool that we get to evolve and other people get to either evolve with us, or maybe that's just where they leave us and they go on their own journey. And that's okay. We have to be at a place where we're at peace with that. Um, currently where I'm at is I was talking to my friend Lyric about this, that I'm at a place in my life where in real life and on social media, this is the vibe that I want to give off and have with the people that I connect with when I'm in person, like at a music festival, for instance, I have met some of my closest current friends by just like dancing in the crowd. I've loved my fucking soulmate boyfriend this way, being in the pit, in the crowd, vibing out with each other across the crowd and then being like, whoa, dude, that energy exchange was wild. Like you just know the person's energy and you go up to them. You're like, whoa, I like your vibe. We need to be friends. Like that sort of vibe. That's what I want to attract into my life as far as followers, as far as people I'm talking to, as far as people in real life that's where I'm at. Like anything short of that feeling, obviously it doesn't have to be like, yo, you're cool. I like you. Like, let's be friends exactly. But it needs to be that vibe or else to me, it's not a full body. Yes. And I don't need to spend my energy with that. If there's anyone that's not connecting with me on that level, they don't have to be here on that part, on this part of my journey. And that is totally fine with me at this point. Yeah. Before I go, before we end this, I want to relate to what you just said but I have a different, I guess, perspective towards it. I want to be around people that make my nervous system feel good. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's who I genuinely want to be around. Like my close friends right now, like bring out the best in me. They make me mm-hmm. feel safe to authentically be silly, you know, mm-hmm. talk about weird conversations. Like they're supportive of me, of whatever I'm going through, even when I'm not in a good mood, even when I'm not happy, you know, even when I'm, having difficult times, like having people around that give me that safety and security to be myself. So I think it's kind of similar, but in a more of a different way. And the more that I've been paying attention to my nervous system, I can tell when I'm around somebody, my heart rate starts going up. I start feeling very tense. I feel like, you know, shortness of breath. And I know when I'm around the right people, I feel completely at safe Mm -hmm. and completely at ease to be myself. Because, you know, the truth is like, no one's going to be high vibe all of the time. Mm-hmm. It's and we're not supposed to be. Yeah. No. So like, to me, I just want to be around people that are like going to support me, even when things are challenging, even if I get grumpy, even if mm-hmm. I say the wrong thing, like they're going to yep. know that I'm just going through something. Mm-hmm. So I've really, there's a couple of people recently that I've had to kind of I wouldn't say cut ties with, but recognize that right now they're not supporting my nervous system and they're making me feel anxious and they're making me Mm -hmm. feel, you know, bad about myself and, you know, stuff like that. So it's like, that's kind of where I'm at. And if that means there's only a couple of people, well, so be it. Those people that I have are absolutely, you know, amazing. Um, But yeah, it's a good place to end on. I think, again, different like perspective of it, but it's kind of coming back to that same yeah it's that like same asset, like that same essence exactly essence, of like that yeah. energetic feel um between people and how it's how it's making you feel it's like that just reminds me how when we were about to start this episode and I was like yeah you know there have been a lot of life changes which is funny because I feel like I didn't even like scratch the surface on life changes but you know that's the way our episodes go 
Um, but I was saying, you know, there have been a lot of life changes, but at the same time, it doesn't feel intense to me. It doesn't feel like it's a big deal because I'm so grounded and feel so safe and secure. And that is right. That is that regulated nervous system and tapping more and more into it every single day. Yep. So more on that in the coming episodes. Talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye.